morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I want to welcome you to You Are Not Alone, a very recent launch um, Spotify, I mean podcast on, on Spotify. My name is Gabriel Adebayo, I'm your host, and I've been talking to you for the past few days concerning having a relationship with God. You know, it's a new year, and what that meant is that it gives us, you and I, a privilege and an opportunity to develop a mutual personal relationship with our God, the one who created us, the one who loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to come and die for the remission of our sins. You know, I was I was going through my notes and I and I wonder what the people of the Old Testament are going through just to meet God. Just to meet God. Whenever there is gonna be a service, um, every time there is a service which is only gonna be once a year. In order for the priest to go into the place of holies of holies, wow, a rope will be tied to him in case he died so that he could be pulled out of that place of inner of holies. It is also called holy place back in the book of Exodus chapter 28 verse 35. It was the most sacred room in the tabernacle or temple. The high priest was allowed to enter this room only once a year. And that once a year will be a day of atonement. When he entered, he had to wear the clothes that God specified in that same book of Exodus chapter 28, verses 1 through 43. And the day of the atonement, he clothes were, the clothes were very basic, plain as explained back in the book of Leviticus 16 1 to 4. The clothes were exquisite in design and most likely in appearance. The high priest normally wore a breastplate, an ephod, a rope, a tonic, and a turban. Again back in the book of Exodus chapter 28 verses 4 to 5. The rope will have a bell, bells, and purple pomegranates, and scarlet material attached to the bottom of the high priest garment. That's what the book of Exodus chapter 28 verse 33 says in the New um, American Standard Bible. He says, you shall make on its hem pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet material all around of its hem, on its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. Now this is what this is just a brief part of what the priest will wear to get into the place of the holies that 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 is the most sacred and holy place then which we now call the altar but remember back in the book of uh, the gospel of matthew the, the bible tells us in the new testament that when christ died the the curtain of the altar was rent into two from bottom to the top, which gives us now an access 
to go into this place of holies of holies, we will meet God. My God. <laughs> Can you imagine what these old, uh, the Old Testament believers go through? All the kind of uh, preparation that they will make just to get to see where God will meet them. Oh my goodness, I am so thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ that has simplified our meeting with Him. Because if that was not so, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine what we'll go through? And He only put on this clothes on the Day of Atonement. And the high priest will go in there, back in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 1 to 3. But he had to, in essence, dress down. He could only put on a linen tonic, a linen underwear, and the turban. Does not refer to any sandals or anything else at the foot level. It should be noted that the priest did not wear sandals. So he appears there barefooted. They were apparently barefooted, according to Joshua chapter 3, verses 13. Uh, Joshua chapter 3, verse 13. He did not wear his most spectacular clothing. On this day of atonement, the high priest looked more like a slave. His outfit consisted of four simple garments in white linen, even plainer than vestment of the ordinary priest. The symbolic significance of this, the symbolic significance of this special vestment is nowhere clearly explained, but he has to wear it. Can you imagine you have to wear that as a member of a church, as a leader of a church, as a pastor of a church, as a deacon of a church, just to get to the altar? My God. The same altar everyone walks into. <laughs> People want to christen their baby by the altar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Isn't, isn't this amazing that now, what excuse do you have to appear before your God. What excuse do you have to appear before the Most High God? Your God, my God, the one that died that you may live, the one that died that I may live. Now, he rent the he he rent the curtain of this holies of holies to give you an eye and access so that we can come and, and glorify him <laughs> and have a conversation with him when was the last time you have a conversation with God I mean a real conversation where you go to God and say God um, I know I I I want to tell you that I'm afraid now. I'm afraid of what I want to do now. I don't know if I should do it or I don't know if I shouldn't do it. I'm so afraid that I need your help. Or you come to God and say, God, I messed up again. I, I did that thing that I'm not supposed to do. I know you know, but I just want to tell you that you will forgive me. A, a real conversation. Things that you cannot say with anybody without judging you, you will say to God and God will not judge you. Isn't that amazing? So why are you still far away from that God? That there is no way you can run away from him because towards the end of your life anyway, you, you have none but him. Isn't that pathetic for someone to turn away from someone who can deliver you? 
I mean, having a relationship with God do us favor. God doesn't need to have a relationship with us because God is good by himself. He's he's in the class by himself. He's all by himself. And that that is one thing that uh, constantly amazes me that uh, how can people be so uh, forgetful that they will get old, the strength will fail them, friends will die, relatives will die. You're going to walk all by yourself. There'll be times and moments that you will you will say God, where are you? Why don't you start developing that relationship now so that God can know you as a friend and you can know God as your friend. Listen to me. Don't let the world that you live in here fool you. We're all going to get old. And when we get old, we're going to answer to God. (laughs) People are pulling you and saying, Oh, you don't look your age. And you're now shaking around like you really don't look your age. And you know within you, little by little, your knees are buckling. Little by little, you're feeling aches in places that you never thought you could feel aches. And little by little, you are beginning to wonder, what is wrong with me? Why, why am I not doing what I used to do before? Well, girl, man, I think it's, it's about time. <laughs> I'm not scaring you. It's just the nature. Oh, by the way, did I tell you that the rich will die and the poor will die also? Did I tell you that we're all going to meet God one day? Well, I'm just, I'm just reminding you. So if you can't start having a relationship with that same God now, when are you going to start? Well, we can start right now, wherever you are. If you want to start right now, we can start. We can start with a simple conversation. And if you're ready, I am ready. And the Lord has asked me to lead you this morning. So if you, whenever you are listening to this, can we just have this conversation? Would you repeat after me? Father, in the name of Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I accept your Son, and I ask that you will lead me. I want to know you. I want to be your friend. I want to serve you. Hold my hands and lead me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, as simple as that conversation sounds, it makes no sense to you, but it makes sense before God. You know why I know? Because it comes from your heart. So now, the relationship has begun. (laughs) Have some date nights with God by reading your Bible. Have some coffee morning by reading your Bible. Have some bedtime story by praying at night before you go to bed. Because God is waiting now. The relationship has begun. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause his face to brightly shine upon you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I have prayed. And you have a very happy Sunday. Don't let this Sunday go by without you going to church. Remember, the relationship with God has just started. I'll be back again tomorrow and we'll have more discussion about this great God of ours. God bless you.